Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. You're listening to episode 75 of the High on Life podcast. And today you are in for a treat. I'm really excited to offer you an interview between Julie, who's one of my amazing health coaches. She is uh, specialized in emotional eating, runs our binge eating disorder program. She's truly phenomenal, such a wonderful member of our team. And one of our clients, Marilyn. And like many of you, Marilyn had reached a point in her life where she just could not fathom the idea of restricting and depriving again in an attempt to lose weight. But she knew that she was desperate. She was at a place in her life where she needed to get a handle on her eating behaviors, on her binging, on her health, and on her weight because she was no longer living. She wasn't engaging the way she wanted to. And that's when she found our program. And over the past year, Marilyn has completely transformed her life and her health. And we are all so proud of her. And her story is inspiring. Not only has she lost 85 pounds, but she has gained confidence. She has gained mobility. She has gained function. The way she describes it is she's back to living her life. So I'm really excited to offer you this interview. I hope that it brings inspiration and I hope that it offers you hope if you're listening and you maybe relate to where Marilyn was when she first started then let this be a message of hope for you today enjoy so a year ago you decided to join this program and I want to hear about where was life when you started in the I guess the spring of last year I was at rock bottom I was at rock bottom I knew I had to do something, but I didn't think I could do it. I really didn't think I had the energy. I mean, I've lost weight before and I've had to starve myself to do it. And I didn't want to do the deprivation thing again. I didn't want to lose the get together with friends and family and breaking bread. I think I thought that was going to go. I just didn't think I could do it because I knew I could lose weight, but I didn't think I could keep it on. So why go to all that work? So through the program, they've given me so much information and so many tools to work with that it was easy. It wow. surprised me still to this day how easy it was because I had those things. Even my inner voice that talks to me is more gentle with me now. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Cause that, that inner voice was saying, what is even the point? I've, I've lost weight many times before. Why, what would make it different this time? So, so back last year, what were the fears that you were having doing an, yet another program? That it wasn't going to work. It was going to be too hard. I don't want to deprive myself because I really believe if I deprive it's in your head and you can't let it go. It's haunting you and haunting you. So I've learned how to make better choices. I've learned how to tell myself how to talk to myself the correct way because I've never talked 
well to myself. It was always beating myself up. And why did you, oh, you'll have to start the diet, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? People stop me all the time say, what did you do? What diet are you on? I was like, I'm not on a diet. I am not on a diet. I'm just making, I've learned how to make healthier food choices. Right. Yeah. And that's why I know it's going to work because it's not something I stop after I get where the scale tells me, oh, that's okay. Or my food, my clothes are fitting better. And I think I'll stay here and then just totally change what I'm doing. That's why it doesn't work. You are so right. So, so what made this program different once you were starting, despite the, the brain saying this is just another diet, what was different for you? All the information, all the learning. I mean, working with you for the year, I've learned so much and the correct information. And I know it's correct because it's working. Whereas you go on the internet and there's just so much stuff out there, so much stuff out there. It's like, what's, what's right and what's wrong. And all that information and the science, the brain science behind it that we, we learned about, it just, it, you just, the switch goes off and you start living. Yeah. Yeah. You're so we're we're relying less on Dr. Google. We're learning actual nutrition information, but the brain-based tools that you were saying. So I want to I want to talk more about that. What exact tools really resonated with you, or what were you going to carry forward now that you that helped? Well, I think my biggest problem was the binging to soothe. Mm-hmm. I have a fight with my husband. I'm in pain. I'm tired. I would binge and soothe. I had a secret hiding spot for all those really yummy goodies that I would binge on to soothe myself. I don't have that secret hiding space anymore. I don't feel that need to binge. I just, because I have a different story, a different voice I'm telling myself that you deserve this. You're doing so well. You feel so good. You don't want that. I know you don't want it. and. I don't feel deprived. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important. So what you were able to do to get over that struggle was change the your story, work on that thought work. We do a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy skills to change the thoughts. And, and you started taking it from a place of self-compassion rather, rather than a place of shame and deprivation or restriction. And it works. Yes, it does work. Now, my dad is going to be 94 next month. And that's that social part, right? And you go and you say, well, I can't have a piece of cake. Well, I'm going to have a piece of cake, but I'm going to have one piece and it's going to be a small piece. And I'm going to taste it while I'm eating it and not just, you know, and I'm going to celebrate with him. And that's what I did not want to lose. And then, of course, I'll, you know, watch you know, that's just a a treat kind of a thing to celebrate. But I don't do it on like a daily basis, you know, like not hoarding food anymore. Like, so it's so much better. It, It, I don't even really, like I thought before when you're constantly thinking about food and it, it just fills your brain too much. And I didn't want to be in the position when I had to, where I had to think about it 24-7. I wanted to be able to think of other things. But my brain was constantly filled. That's bad food. You're going to get 
fat, blah, blah, you're already fat, blah, blah, you know. So now it's like, I know all the good things that I'm supposed to eat. I know all the healthy snacks that I can turn to. I've got that can of nuts in my car now. Car <laughs> it rolls around sometimes, but that's okay. And just, you know, things that, so I don't come home and just, because I'm down, I'm low. Yes. And I think that's an important distinction too. I think when there is shame related to certain foods, then the relationship that we end up having with it is either we can't keep it in the house, we can't coexist with it. and And if we do end up having it, it's such a you're sweeping it under the rug. We're sneaking it. We don't get the chance to actually enjoy the food itself. So yeah. with all the thought work that we've been able to do, you are now able to practice moderation with these foods. There's no shame. And you're able to mindfully actually taste it. Like you said, it sounds so yeah. simple, but it doesn't always happen. Well, Dr. Sasha High said a few days ago, it's not, she had a little cup of ice cream. She says, I'm having ice cream. She said, the ice cream's not bad. It's not the ice cream that's bad. It's that what's what's wrong is if you eat it every day and you cover it with all the, because, you know, I thought, oh, ice cream, I can't have ice cream. Then I thought, oh, wait a minute. And I thought about it and I thought, well, I can have a little cup of plain ice cream at, at uh, what do you call it, Dairy Queen or something, but I'm just yeah. not going to put all the goo that goes on top, right? All the sugar syrups and all that. So then I can't, I don't say I'm going through a whole summer without ice cream. It'll just be that special treat because my husband said, Hey, we should go out for ice cream. And I'm thinking, Oh God, what am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to go. And then I thought, wait a minute, I can, it's not a daily occurrence. I'm not going to throw all the goop on top and I'll be okay. Yeah, you're right. And it, it is totally okay to have ice cream. I can't imagine a life where we're not having ice cream at all. Um, I know. But that's how what diets are like. You deprive yourself and then, then you get thinking about them all the time. And you're totally obsessed with food and what I can't have and blah, blah, blah. I was so tired of that. So tired of boggling my brain with all that crap that now it's like, I feel like I'm at peace. I'm at peace. Right. So we're, we're feeling more peace with food. You're no longer binging. You're actually enjoying the food. I want to yeah. hear what other results did you get from this year? 85 pounds so far. So I amazing. Believe it. I, yeah. just, I can't believe it. It's going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's big. Yeah. I know I've got a long way to go yet, but I'm cruising. I'm in cruise now and it's going to happen. Yeah, it's true. And and now what (laughs) you deserve it. Yes, I do. What has the, the loss of the 85 pounds, what is that allowing you to do now? What benefits is it bringing you? It's everything. It's not hiding under sweaters when you're sweating to death. I have, don't have a sweater on and I'm going to go out with this shirt on. I'm not hiding. I'm not, I don't feel bad about myself. I know I'm not where I want to be. But at least I can go in public and not feel bad. Or before I felt really bad. My joints feel better. They're not hurting as much. I'm doing things I haven't done in quite a few years. Like getting in the garden, it hurts and it's hard. But I I had to sit down and say now, okay, Marilyn, 
you can handle two hours, but then you got to stop because that's my problem. I don't want to stop. And then I, it becomes, <laughs> it's too much, but I'm doing it. I'm getting things done. It's just, it feels really good. It feels like I'm back to living life again and not being stagnant and stuck. Yes. Yeah. And that's so powerful. I know after, if you've experienced many diets before, our brain just says, what's the point anymore? It's, there's, it's, it's hopeless now. And even in the media, you're starting to hear after the age of 50, it becomes really hard for you to lose weight. So the brain is going to say, what is the point? But I think you are proof that it is possible at any time. It's never too late. And and I don't want to like brag or anything, but it was so much easier than I thought it was going to be so much easier because I had all the knowledge and all the tools to work with, which I never had before. And I think that I really believe that makes a big difference. Very big difference. Yeah. And 85 pounds is proof. It is. Yeah. And in one year. In one year. Yeah. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, some people diet for decades. So to have such a transformation and just 12 months is amazing. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yes. Yeah. So my final question for you is if, if there is someone out there, maybe on the same boat as you experiencing these, these things, and they're kind of on the fence about going on a journey like this, what would you say to them? Do it. Don't look back, just run and do it. You'll feel so much better afterwards. I mean, you'll get your life back. You will. Yeah. God, I'm a baby. Oh. Holy smokes. <laughs> it's such a powerful journey. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was eating me alive. And now I'm getting myself back. I'm back. <laughs> Amazing. And so what is the, the outlook for Marilyn now moving forward? 85 pounds lighter. What are, what are all the things on your, your list? Oh, my goodness. I went out. Just, uh, I think it's coming today. I, I ordered a bathing suit. Wow. I, I own a, a lake house. I never go in the water because I have to put a bathing suit on. And I never swam with my kids when I was little because I was afraid of how I looked. Now I've got a bathing suit. And my sister just bought a house with a pool. I thought, that's why I got to get in the lake house too. I got to have a bathing suit. I'm going to do it. I'm going to live. Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's an important distinction to point out that sometimes when we're we're dieting, we're only focused on the scale, focusing on that number, but we're not focusing on what that number is going to do for you. So you are focusing on all of the life that you've been able to live now as a result of that weight loss. I know you didn't have that experience with the scale where we were letting it control our our mood you were using it as a metric to allow you to be able to be more active, be more with your family. Now you're going to be able to go swimming, enjoy your lake house, live your life. That's, that's the end goal. This, the scale was. Yeah. I also use the scale. I only get on maybe once every two months just to make sure, just to see that things are progressing well. And if they're not, or I don't feel they are, then I take a very good look at what I'm eating or what I'm not doing or my portions are getting too big, maybe. And that's what I look at rather than before I would just beat myself up. Oh, you're not doing this. This isn't working, blah, blah. I'm just saying, hmm, 
I should check my portions out because sometimes they can slide and get a little bit bigger than they should. And so that's what I use it for. It's, it's a tool. It's a tool because, frankly, I have no idea how much I'm supposed to weigh. I don't have a, a, a number goal. I have a health goal of how I feel and in the end. So, and nothing's going to change. I am still going to eat the same way down the road, even when I get to where I'm going. I'm still going to be eating the same foods. Yes. Yeah. And and that is growth too. And and I also want to add that we were never restricting or or starving ourselves during this year either. We were learning how to actually eat with our hunger cues and that helped determine our our portions. It wasn't it wasn't for restriction for for starving ourselves or doing calorie deficits like the old diets would tell it you. It doesn't work. I've been there. It doesn't work. The minute you change go off the diet so to sort of so to speak the pounds come back on mm-hmm. so this way you 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 know you're going you're eating healthy and you're not changing it it's going to stay it's going to, everything is going to be fine exactly yeah and it's it's been such a joy following you in your journey this past year and you've had so much growth with with your nutrition knowledge the thought work the behaviors the tools it's it's really been a year but you chose yourself and it's just amazing to see the the other end of it now yes i'm so i'm plugging away plugging away we'll see where things go like i say i don't have a number in the future i don't know what's going to feel good anymore it feels like it's been a long time so I feel good now but I I still want to be a little more healthy yeah and and Sasha just released a podcast episode on why having a goal weight may not be beneficial for us either so I think anybody listening to this should listen to that podcast episode yes yeah it's true. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to sharing your story now with, with women out there too, who are experiencing this. You can do it. You can do it. I did it. I can do it. Anybody can do it. Yes. I, mean, I think you are an inspiration. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a good road. It hasn't been hard. I haven't been hungry. It's every single day that goes by life gets better. Yeah. If you listened to that interview and any of it resonated with you and you're like, oh my goodness, I want to be like Marilyn. I want to be on the other side. I want to get back to living my life and engaging in my life instead of holding back because of weight or health issues. Then I want to invite you to join our amazing empowered community, Best Weight. You can go ahead to my website, www.sashahimd.com, book a free discovery call. We will help you figure out if this is the right fit for you and we would love to invite you in. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.